Morning Invasion with Dex and Steve-O. Good morning, everybody. Live from the Dream Style Remodeling, Star 88 Studios. And before we uh, jump into our interview with Linya Heitzik. Our hang sesh. Our hang sesh, which she's hanging out with us. But uh, go ahead, update everybody uh, from KOAT. Yeah. Well, I, I, what's crazy is, you know, we were talking in the 7 o'clock hour Valentine's Day and love and, and favorite love songs. And then in the middle of that, all of a sudden I'm getting I'm getting texts from people. I'm getting uh, texts on the live line, uh, emails, and links to a shooting in our, our city. You know, Rio Rancho. Um, um that's intense. Yeah. So all of a sudden it's like school shooting and I'm going, oh no. And so I jumped on and I was waiting for an update because you don't want to throw out like, hey, there's a school shooting without anything else, right? Because right? yeah. right. this is terrifying. Panic in the streets. Panic. And, yeah. yeah. So it's like, everybody pray. Let's let's figure this out. And um, according to KOAT, Action 7 News, uh, they say that one person has been arrested in connection with reports of shots fired at Sioux Cleveland High School, uh, the district says a weapon has been recovered. There are no reports of injuries, according to a school spokesperson. And I got a text from parents whose daughter was there. Oh my gosh! FaceTiming, holy wow. cow! Uh, saying, yeah, saying that they they were all they were all hiding in their cars. Oh. There were cops everywhere with assault rifles. Uh, called back saying that the, one of the security guards. Actually, was the the guy that like got took the, him down? Or yeah, whatever. took him down and got the gun from him. That it was scary, but thankfully, um, though there were shots fired, no one was harmed. And so, and you know, when you see on the news there was a <sighs> shooting, you assume someone was shot. Amen. Yeah. Like, shooting can be amen, like, shoot, absolutely. That's yeah. shooting can be a shooting, but it didn't hit somebody. It didn't. Yeah, but, but shooting we inherent, we think it it hit somebody. I just kept so. refreshing, going how many how many confirmed? Yeah. Now, now here on KRQE, they're saying parents are asked to stay away from the school yes. until a pickup plan for students is in place. I guess the students are being taken to Santa Ana Star Center and are safe. Okay. So that's that's good news. But parents, stay away. Yeah. Um, and man, shout out do. to law enforcement in Rio Rancho because it happened. We were I was getting texts on the live line. We were getting emails from people. People were chiming in on YouTube saying, guys, there's a school shooting happening in Rio Rancho. And as as instantly as we got that report, news came in that the police were on the scene, that the kid was taken into custody, that the gun was recovered, and that no one was harmed. And it was like, wow. On Valentine's Day, on, we can say yeah. that greater love has no man than this to lay down his life for yeah. his friends. Yeah. Yeah. So when we have officers who are willing to run to the line of fire yep. or the security guard or yeah. whoever it is, mm -hmm. that is a loving thing yeah. to protect someone and lay down your life. Yeah. So we're very grateful today oh, mm -hmm. yeah. that uh, you know somebody is willing to do that to protect our kids. Yeah, Gosh. it's amazing. Man, I'm so excited to have you in studio. It feels like it's been forever. I know. I know. So, Can I have a regular spot? Yeah, uh, yes, of course. <laughs> Anytime. Yeah. The door's so, always open. Dude, I mean, I don't want to say this on air, but you're my favorite height six. So <laughs> we, got Nate, we got Nate and Janae coming up in the nine o'clock hour. But I mean, oh, no. you're, oh, always no. the, you're always the most fun. So I'm just going to be real. Um, it's a party up in right? here. And, and here's the crazy thing. We were talking about this early in, in the show as uh, we were prepping for you to come in today. And I just kept thinking, like, man, I love you. You're gonna, you're that person who Sandra Bullock's gonna play in a movie someday because we all, <laughs> we all watch the news and we see horrible things like the shooting at at uh, Cleveland High School or just these horrible things, and then we go, man, that really sucks. 
and then we walk away and make our breakfast or we yes. you know what I mean or and you you were the the mom that was like I'm watching the news I'm getting ready and I'm seeing these horrific things and you're like you know what somebody's got to do something oh wait I'm that somebody and uh-huh. like you have built this incredible ministry that is changing lives all around the globe and reversing the effects of terrorism, if you will. And it, so it just like rocks my world. So, Well, I, I collaborated with God. How about that? Yeah, there you go. So for those that have no idea what Reload Love <laughs> is, you got to start from the beginning. Like, how did you come up with this thought? Like in your collaborations with God, when did it happen? What is Reload Love? I was watching the TV or okay. the news or the internet, whatever. And um, Bashar Assad was dropping sarin gas on the kids there, and I was watching them choking, not breathing, oh, sprayed down, and it killed me, right? Yeah. Who does that? Right. And um, in the uh, Sudan Mountains, Sudan, the uh, Nuba Mountains, they, they make these bombs out of barrels and literally just clunker planes, roll them out and drop Jeez. them on the villages. And ISIS was starting to foment. I mean, they were becoming this big, bad bully on the block. Yeah. And um, on the news, they were going in after the Yazidis. And, uh, you know, if you can picture like in New Mexico, they go house to house. Like, let's pretend that Sandia, separate men from women. Okay. We find out later the men are all in mass graves. The women are sold to slavery, to the caliphate. And the young and infirmed and old are said, like, go up the mountain, go up Sinjar. Might as well be Sandia, right? Yeah. It's 108 degrees at this time, and uh, they're, they're surrounded, no food, no water. And uh, so the UN says this is a crisis. They start bringing in helicopters, and so does the U.S., and they're trying to just drop water. And moms are trying to shove babies on planes. Yeah. And I was like, what do we do, God? Yeah. How, do, how do we help them babies? Yeah. And uh, so I was in the shower and I got this crazy thought. I think God is so counterintuitive that the weak are strong, you know, that the humble are exalted. And so God works kind of backwards. So my thought was, what if you can take spent bullet casings, because bullets and babies don't mix. (laughs) Speaking of the shooting. Right. Bullets and babies don't mix. Uh, You know, we may be for or against gun control, but could we just get to an irreducible minimum? Yeah. Bullets and babies don't mix. Let's start there. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think we could agree on that on both (laughs) sides, whether you're a sportsman or not. And uh, then if I melted them into beautiful brass charms, I could help babies impacted by terror. This was my big thought. Mm -hmm. (laughs) In the shower. I love this. (laughs) I'm literally wet with a towel. I get out of the shower. No kidding. Go to my computer and I go, spent bullet casings. And I find out that most people don't reload. Uh, The military has like crates full of them. And the caveat is if you you, you manipulate them, mutilate them, you can have them. Because they can't risk, you know, the cartel are going to get army bullets and refill them. Yeah. And then before I knew it, the police were inviting us out to the shooting range. We were picking them up off the range. People were donating them, state troopers, sportsmen. And I had a thousand pounds of spent bullet casings in the women's ministry office. Because <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. I bet that smell amazing. It's like your lavender candles and then you've got like spent bullet casings. <laughs> Nothing like the smell of napalm. Wait, <laughs> yeah. Nothing like the smell of bullet casings yes. in the morning. Yes. <laughs> That's funny. Apocalypse now. This is yeah. why you're my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So then, I mean... On it, let's be honest. When this happens, 
um, in the movies when Sandra Bullock's character has this crazy idea, how many people thought you just lost your mind or you're going through like midlife Most crisis, right? It was like, yeah. okay, well, Linya's lost it, um, but she's Linya. We can't say anything. Yeah, but what do we do? <laughs> she's got a thousand pounds of spent bullet casings in her office. Exactly. And with Skip like, honey. Uh... <laughs> I think Skip has learned that he's just going to sit and watch yeah. and wait. Yes. And, um, you know, I, I have a rabbi now who is one of my dear friends. Okay. And he wants me to... Re- be a regular guest on his podcast and I was with him yesterday the rabbi and I, I it's like that. that should be a hit series yeah, the rabbi awesome. and I yeah and um so anyway he said have you told skip will you tell him that I think he has lassoed a tornado <laughs> yeah right <laughs> and how's that going for him <laughs> right right <laughs> oh my gosh it's so you, you've got all these bullet casings and then uh, literally I drive over to a place called Sun uh, silver, um, Sunwest silver off of Lomas, you okay. know, because we make a lot of silver here in the Southwest. Yeah. You know, it's part of our DNA, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been happening a long time. Yeah. So I pull over there and I get out with Jen Santiago and another friend. And I said, I'd like to make some charms or bracelets. And the great, great silver. And I go, no, I was thinking brass. Oh, we can do brass. Yeah. And I go, what, what, what if I gave you spent bullet <laughs> And the chick literally backs away from me. <laughs> like, she doesn't know if I'm going to now pull out a gun or yeah, what. Right, you know right, what I mean? Right, right. But then when I explain what I'm doing, she literally starts crying. Oh. And she says to me, let's just say, bring as many bullet casings as you can and we'll see what we can do. Wow. And so, you know, a lot of, you know, back and forth feelings about that. So uh, she helped us create a prototype. And then we went to a manufacturer in town, Hutch Manufacturing. And he had to get a crucible that you could heat to the correct temperature to melt spent bullet casings. I will say once a live round got in some of that melting, no so that was interesting. Way. But, you know, we really <laughs> sort through the bullets <laughs> now. No kidding. We, Jeez. That taught us to sort through yeah. the bullets very... Lassoing a tornado, I'm writing it down. <laughs> this is the most accurate thing I've ever heard in my life. Gosh, you're amazing. And so then the Lord just, uh, you know, we were like, okay, we've got the bullets, we've got the bracelets, we're starting to make money. Where are these children impacted by terror? Yeah. And, and honestly, we say lasso uh, a tornado, but <laughs> inherently I'm more of a Malibu Barbie than a G.I. Jane. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just saying. You're a good mix. It's You're a, mix, a good mix. But, you know, I like shopping. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like pretty things. Yeah. I like high heels. <laughs> So, you know, when I said, where are these children? I don't know how that never connected when the Lord said this, that you're going to have to go where bullets are fired. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right? War-torn areas. <laughs> right. No. <laughs> this is my favorite part because I'm, I'm just picturing you in like tactical gear like, go, going through these mountains. Wait, I've got to get like, my lipstick. Right. Yeah. <laughs> No, so, actually, the first time. Okay, so I says, I says, <laughs> I says to a friend, um, "Where should I go?" And it was Franklin Graham, and he said, "You should go to Burma." I'm like, Burma, right? First of all, where is that? Right. Yeah. I didn't know where it was Google's on a map. Burma. I did. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. what I did. Yeah. And um, I start learning about it, and I, I figure I was going to end up in the Middle East because. That's where a lot of terrorism happens. Yeah. But in Burma, the uh, Buddhists are killing Muslims. Wait, Gosh. stop. Yeah, that doesn't. Buddhists <laughs> what? killing. 
but whoever says Buddhists kill anybody, right? right? Yeah. I mean, they kill lots of people in America with the Chinese food. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that MSG is a killer. It is a killer. Are they fighting back? <laughs> why, why are they killing Muslims? Um, well, what happens is that um, there's been a 65-year conflict in Burma. And the ethnic Burmese are killing the other ethnic tribal people. Oh, my gosh. And um, it's largely, I mean, uh, um, about natural resources. Mm. They want my jade. They want my timber. They yeah. want whatever it is. But uh, as a result, they're killing them. There is a Buddhist monk that uh, likens himself to Osama bin Laden and that he would like to get rid of the Muslims. Wow. It's crazy. So when I saw that, I thought, God, you are so amazing that I would go to this people group that is unexpected. So before you know it, I am in the jungles of Burma, like Steve-O saying, not quite in tactical gear. But um, we had to go through Thailand on this long two-track ride. I mean, the kind of two-track ride that your chin and your yeah. head keeps bouncing like a bobble. Right. So you can't even fall asleep because you're bobbleheading the whole Gosh. way. And then they throw my backpack out on the sand and they say, run for the boat in the river and my backpack weighs, I don't know what it weighs, but you know, I can't pick that thing up, let alone walk through the jungle. Run, run to the boat. Was so we that... get in the boat and it's on the Sayween river okay. and they want to put you under a tarp cause I'm blonde so that the Thai and the Burmese armies can't see me floating down the river in yeah. said boat. And then when we get to the Burmese side again, throw your backpack out, grab it and run for cover. Wow. And uh, so thus begins the journey <laughs> Oh of gosh. now I want to find children impacted by terror. Yeah. And a uh, privilege to meet uh, free Burma Rangers who work, have been working there forever. And the Burma Rangers literally run to the bullets. That's one of their mottos, run to the bullets. I'm Man. like, and I'm with these guys? Right. Yeah. Right. And, and a lot of the guys are tribal guys. I mean, these are big, buff tribal guys who know how to kill with their hands. They don't need no bullet. Gosh. Bullets? We don't need no stinking yeah. bullets. Yeah. You, need, you need a camera crew, and this is your new Netflix series, because this all sounds crazy. Sounds like a vice piece <laughs> that yeah. needs to happen. No, seriously. Right. This is crazy. So then I'm running through the jungle with these guys, and uh, their, their whole thing is when the Burmese attack someone, they have a reconnaissance team, a group of people that really literally run to the bullets, and so, you know, number one is you can never make a decision based on fear. Yeah. Um, how many of your decisions do you not do because it's based on <laughs> yeah. fear? Yeah, no right. kidding. Like oh, just man. fear of acceptance. Yeah. Fear no, of the Chinese food. It could yes, hurt you it, with the MSG. MSG. It'll murder you. I mean, I'm so sick of the gluten-free stuff. I mean, yeah. are you kidding me? Gluten <laughs> yeah. can't be killing that many people. <laughs> Whatever gluten is, it can't be yeah, that killer. Can't, yeah, yeah. Really. <laughs> um, and so I'm just like, everybody in the United States is so special. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. You go to order stuff at restaurants, it anyway. Yeah. So they their first motto is no fear. Their second motto is no decision could be made on comfort. Gosh. What? Because almost every decision I make is based yeah. on comfort. Yeah, exactly. Amen to the that. one who gets in their jammies first wins. <laughs> Except for your high heels. You love high heels, and that is not, not based a comfort on that is a beauty, not comfort decision, girl. Don't don't kid yourself. Don't be pointing out yeah. all my <laughs> ironies. Hey, don't no, that's point. Good. That's not a comfort decision. You're winning. You are winning. <laughs> so I'm with these guys that this is inherent in them. And when uh, a village is bombed, raped, pillaged, they yeah. run to the village. 
and they won't leave the village till everybody's out. If they don't go, they the, the guys don't go. They literally carry people on their backs, get them to safety. And when they get to safety, they do a program with the kids that's like a VBS and uh, teach the kids about God's love and yeah. all these things. So the, it was the perfect partner for us. And so we help sponsor their VBS programs, provide yeah. the things they need that when they're running through the jungle and they're helping the kids that are impacted by terror. So that was our first partner wow. in Burma. That's Gosh. amazing. Yeah, seriously incredible, thinking about it. I know I uh, we, we are here for the, the hour. I know we, we have a, a couple breaks, but... Um, Drop the love bomb dot com, right? Like that's yeah. where people need to go because I, I want to make it clear we're we're not just hanging out today talking about reload love. You guys are doing something uh, around the globe that is making real life change and mm-hmm. showing people Jesus in uh, such a unique way. So it's important that we. We get Drop that the out love there. Yes. Com. Drop Dropthelovebomb.com. Uh, where you can go, you can learn more, you can donate because there's a need. There's a great need. So, anyway. All right. Well, hang out with us. We, yes. we, we need more of the story. There's so much Woo! to it. Linya Heitzik hanging out with us on Valentine's Day. We'll be right back. Hang out. It's the morning invasion with Dex and Steve O. And Linya Heitzik. Yes. On a Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, Linya. That's groovy music, man. You like this? <laughs> I don't know what that is, but I want to live here for a couple of minutes. Right yeah. now, I want to be in this moment. That's wow. Yeah. Who is this? What is this? It's just like a uh, cool show. It's just a music oh bag? Yeah, it was some oh, artist, but man. I didn't put who it was. <laughs> I would have gone and bought the album. Yeah. <laughs> And it's really just some people in a studio doing this thing to like play cool, the band. Like, yeah, cool groovy background music. You know, and yeah. I'm from Michigan. This is slightly Motownish. It's got just that. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. What part of Michigan? A little town called Ludington, right Ooh. on Lake Michigan. Nice. Oh, Everyone from Michigan holds up their hand. It's the one state we're shaped like a mitten. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you meet anyone from, ha- we hold up our hand. I go, then we'll go right here. <laughs> okay, Kay did that to me the other day. <laughs> right here, Kay Peterson. Right they're here. from uh, the the family I live with. They're uh-huh. from Michigan. Told you. And they, she did that the we're other the night. We're the one state. We go. Oh, yeah, right yeah, there. Right exactly. There. That is hilarious. Yeah, yeah that's, that's almost like our secret handshake. Huh. You know, live long and prosper. We could talk a I'm whole hour Michigan. about Motown. I'm oh, telling you right now. Oh, I love it. As a kid, I grew up with a Wurlitzer jukebox in our house. Oh, come and on. And my parents, that was, we lived we lived the Motown culture. So talk I, about love songs, I, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ooh. So I, I, the Temptations are one of my all-time favorites, and I have read, I don't even know how many, like, biographies. Stop oh. in the name of oh, love. Man. Are Before you, you break my heart, see now you're, you're making, Did you watch the Grammys? Did you watch the Grammys? Uh, it's okay, you didn't have to. I was, part of it them. was mostly bad. A little bit of them. Mostly bad. Dolly Di- Parton. Diana. Yes, <laughs> Dolly did great. I thought actually. I'm like, she's killing it. She's for never gonna Miley die. was okay, but um, Katy Perry. Not at all. Uh, I, ag- I agree. Miley was my highlight, actually. Uh-huh. I thought she actually, I don't know what's going on, a little maturity there. She just got, got married. married. She changed her name. She did? Yeah. I was reading an article. Miley that, Hemsworth. That was, that was her wedding gift to her husband. She didn't even tell him. She just legally changed her name. She's now Miley Hemsworth. Oh, I got respect for the girl right? now. Right? Right? What cool. happened to the wrecking ball? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. There's something happening. She got rid of the wrecking ball and, and acquired the ball and chain. Do you know, now in all seriousness, <laughs> moms out there, sometimes yeah. we see a teen idol who goes sideways and then we just like 
bad mouth them, yeah. pray for them. Yeah. Because you know what? That's not did. easy. No. They, they live through childhood oh, nonsense. Can't even imagine. And, and then they have to grow up in the spotlight and do yeah. all their rebellion in the spotlight. I still pray for Nate. <laughs> you mothers Thank out you, there, pastors' kids, yeah. when you see them go sideways, pray for them. <laughs> that was a real. I got a real laugh out of Linda. That made my day. <laughs> but no, really, I do. Yeah. I look at those train wrecks in uh, yeah. that are in pop culture, yeah. and and I do pray. Justin yeah. Bieber, you know, Britney crashed and burned, but she seems to be straightening yeah. out a little bit. Yeah. Justin, mm-hmm. you know, he yeah. just got married. Haley, right? Following the yeah. Lord. I I know, yeah, yeah. and he was taking some heat. Yeah, he was because he was. Uh, his church, the pastor. Mm-hmm. I know, not not cool. I know, but you know, can we give a break to those people who have to live out loud, live in public? Yeah, they do things, stupid things, and and then they can't just go erase it all. I'm so glad you're saying this because I, I we grew up in a culture where it was like. The parents, were, it was just, oh, that is so disgusting. Oh, they're they're hellbound. And it was just like, you would hear the worst of things from your amazing Christian parents who loved the Lord and wanted you to, like, stay on the straight and narrow. But I, I agree with what you're saying. Like, pray we need to them. stop and pray for them. Yes. Like, we're called mm. to. We, we're, we, we need to pray for our enemies, right? Yeah. And so... And I mean, speaking of enemies, this, I think this is a good transition because if you're just joining us, Lenya Heitzig in studio, um, the creator... <laughs> the co-creator with God of uh, Reload Love and talk about doing something like in our culture where we see terrorism and and most of us just turn the TV off recoil it, yeah 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 we don't know we don't know how to respond we don't know how to do anything and instead you created this ministry like okay in the midst of terrorism there are families there are mothers there are children who didn't choose to be involved in it, who didn't choose to be a part of it, who just happened to be living in... Caught in the crossfire. Yeah, absolutely. And you decided, let's do something about it. I think that, you know, I wrote a book about this, Reload Love, and uh, what I think happened is I I decided to look. You said we turn off the TV. Yeah. And um, sometimes that might be the convenient thing to do, but it might not be the righteous thing to do. Mm-hmm. Because when you turn off the TV, the baby's still dead washed up on the shore. Gosh. You know, that oh. kid that, remember the one in the yes. ambulance in Syria? He was covered with dust and tears are going down his cheeks and everybody around him is running to ambulance and there's a little boy in his jammies totally traumatized. And I look at the screen and I go, God, if I could walk into the screen, this was some magic Hollywood movie, and I could pick that baby up and yeah. hold him. Yeah. I'm just you know, fearful that these kids, everything that is naive and beautiful and pretend and childlike in them is melting yeah. away. And if you could just pick him up and yeah. stop that. And so I would say that um, we suffer in the West from blindness and it's self-inflicted blindness. Mm. You know, we turn our eyes away. And, and you remember the blind man who came to Jesus? He said, oh, Lord, that I might see. Just yeah. heal me that I might see. And maybe that could be your prayer today. Yeah. Lord, help me see. On Valentine's Day, help me see with love. Let me look at what's happening in the world with love and what would lo- how would love respond. Mm. And would love respond by walking away? Right. Turning the TV off like, oh, too bad for you. Yeah. Well, especially, uh, let's be real, as Christians, a lot of times it's, oh, well, that's, it's overwhelming. It's violent. 
It's not what we we're we're to fill our minds with whatever's pure, whatever's true, whatever's lovely, whatever's admirable. That well, like these are the things we're to think on. So I just don't even want to. I don't even want to think about the the you know the people that are hellbound. You know the Muslims bombing everybody. You know what I mean? Like right. seriously. And this is where we are as a church. That is one response. We can become monks. We yeah. can get go live in a compound. Yeah. That worked well for a lot of people, right? <laughs> So if what are you going to do as a Christian? We'll go live in a compound. Yeah, that's that's not a solution. But Jesus in Matthew twenty five, he's telling this parable, and he says the king in the end of the ages he separates the sheep and the goats, right? Yeah. And the sheep are on his right, and he turns to the sheep and he goes, you know what? I love you guys. You're so righteous because I was hungry and you fed me. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was in prison and you visited me. I was in the hospital and you came to me. And they're like, Lord. When, when we do that, we didn't see you in the hospital. Yeah. And he goes, when you did it to the least of these, yeah. you did it to me. So if you won't even look at the least of these, then you're not looking at Jesus. Yeah. And if you're not yeah. doing it for them, Jesus is saying, that's how you do it for me. Yeah. So the compound mentality and turning it off is not the right mentality. The mentality is, how do I go help the least of these? And the yeah. church historically, we're the ones that start started hospitals. Yeah. We're the ones that helped prisons. We're the ones that began schools. We're the ones that are doing the mission work. We're the ones that have been stepping up for centuries. Yep. And so I don't want to be a generation that doesn't step up. Yeah. Right. I, I want to be the person that does step up and say, here am I, Lord, send me. Yeah. Well, it's, all, it's all convenience now. We we just kind of let it all go to the government, right? So we yes. just we just expect the government like they'll take care of the widows and the orphans, and they're going to take care of every, every you know the government funding. They're just going to do this and that, and we we just kind of live in our and in unfortunately our own little... we are not a socialist government. Don't yeah. get me started in politics here. <laughs> oh man! And uh, we are not a socialist government. It is untenable for us to do that. Yeah. Uh, I think the first line of defense God talks about is the 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 body of Christ. Well, yeah. first line is the family. Yeah. You know, we had kinsmen and redeemers back in the day. If you got sold in slavery, they could buy you back. You had yeah. a problem, they take care of you. So la familia is pretty important. Yeah, man. We should take care of each other. Yeah. Then comes the body of Christ and yeah. we should be helping other people. So I don't know where the government falls in all that, but it ain't the top tier. <laughs> it's not at all, but we've kind of just, you think it's because our culture of convenience, like just the lazy, the or somebody else will take care of it. We recently were talking with uh uh what KB right, the hip hop artist who said we live in this nine one one mentality that ah someone will call nine one one. We see something happen, somebody will take care of it. Somebody will call nine one one. Somebody will help that person on the side of the road with a flat. Somebody will feed this person that's starving. For sure, we've gotten further removed from you know the salient moments in life. You know, back in the day, my my grandmother took care of both my aging grandparents and they died in the home. And we send people away to die now. Yeah, we, we send do. them somewhere else. So yeah, the whole decline of culture. But the point is, Reload Love wants people to join the lovement. It's a grassroots movement. Yeah. And if you feel disenfranchised from the news, you want to turn it off, you want to turn away, don't. Come to us. We'll lock arms. Yeah. We'll do this together. We're better together. And yeah. we can make an army of love. Yeah. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> Love that. <laughs> we could be an army of love yeah. advancing yeah. on the enemy. You know, yeah. C.T. Studd, I'd rather have a mission a yard from the gate of hell yeah. than live by chapel bells. Now, if that's you, join the lovement because yeah. I'm willing to run to the gate of hell. Yeah. I've crawled through ISIS tunnels and I have been in the windset plains of Jordan with, you know, Syrian refugees. Why doesn't the church run 
to give love. Gosh, dude, I love everything you're saying, seriously. And it's like, I'm thinking of you with your amazing nails and your high heels <laughs> just storming the gates of hell. Yeah. Because or seriously. Going through a tunnel, an ISIS tunnel. I know. What? You're like, I'm more Malibu Barbie than G.I. Jane. And I'm like, I don't know, dude. You got some G.I. Jane in you. Okay, like, ISIS uh, tunnels. <laughs> like, Let's talk about ISIS that. ISIS tunnels. Um, uh, ISIS is still pretty intense. They're still full force in Mosul. I'd just been to a hospital where triage patients are coming in. There was an x-ray literally in the hospital of a girl with her heart and a bullet right here. Oh, my wow. gosh. And they brought her in and they're like, can we do surgery or will it push it in her heart? Do we leave it there? You know, they're having so all these real life things yeah. are happening. A little girl is burned so horribly and crying, mommy, mommy, mommy. Ugh. And uh, so it's just so intense. So we leave this Mosul hospital because, you know, bad things are happening. And we drive not far away. And our driver he, who is a special forces with the Kurdish Peshmerga. He worked with the United States Special Forces. If Bruce Willis had a lookalike in Iraq, oh. who is a Kurdish Peshmerga soldier, I was with Bruce Willis. Yes. His name was Shocker. Yeah. What a great name. That's great. So Shocker, you know, he's like, you know, he's just brother, brother, you know, don't get out of the car. This guy is going through checkpoints, like driving through the middle lane. You're afraid the guns are going to come out. They're going to shoot you because you're the, you're the van going through the middle lane. I'm not yeah. kidding you. The guy was driving 100 miles an hour on wow. the shoulder of the road, taking us places. It was probably more dangerous to be in the vehicle with shocker <laughs> right. be with ISIS. Than, than anything else that <laughs> happened to me oh my gosh so anyway he says to me yeah we found these ISIS tunnels blah 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 they're over by Kadakush I go can I go oh my gosh and that's not a Malibu Barbie response and he says he looks at me like yeah no no uh, <laughs> not happening and then this yeah. guy with Samaritan's Purse is with him and they're looking at each other like oh no oh yeah. no yeah. and then the guy from Samaritan's Purse said well we just took Dick Furman through there he's a doctor friend of mine I go Dick when I can go. <laughs> <laughs> so that it's like they have it from upper intel. Yes, you can take Lenny oh to the tunnel. So, so let me ask you, why Why Lenny. did you want to go there so bad? Was it just to, to experience it all? You wanted to take it all in? What was I it? I had been praying that God would pull down the black flags of ISIS for years. Mm. Yeah. As a Reload Love grew... Uh, ISIS got worse and I knew where they were going and there was this thing in me that can we raise a banner you know his banner over me is love yeah. I want to go on top of Mount uh, the, uh, Sinjar Mountain and I want to plant a flag for Jesus Christ that says let the children come to me yeah. hate will not win and so I just had this like I'm going for it wherever yeah. they have been I'm putting a playground and uh, turning a battleground to a playground it just became this point of you know light for me and um i was reading the scripture one day and there was this scripture about the banners raise up the banners yeah. and i was like oh yeah lord we're raising some banners yeah and so in the car i guess it was kind of like that joan of arc moment when she says to them well just give me a horse and some armor i'll go do it yeah. you know because the army didn't want to yeah, fight yeah. she had to go to the king of france and go come on right? game on <laughs> get the boys to go yeah. just go with me i'll do it <laughs> And so it was like one of those moments. I really felt like Joan of Arc. Like, yeah. let's see it. Yeah. What's the worst they have, you know? Now, of course, I don't want to meet ISIS face to face. I'm yeah. not being that cavalier. But so anyway, I was like, I want to see it. You get to this checkpoint. And at this point in um, Iraq, 
there are so many militias and so many fractions of people who are fighting and you don't know which side. There's like 10 guys with 10 different uniforms on. Gosh. And you just want to go friend or foe. Yeah. 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 Friend or foe. Is that friendly fire? Uh, you know, because that guy, will he let me in? Or when I get in there, is he going to shut the hole behind oh my me? Gosh. So it's just really an odd time to go there. So we get to this hole and Shocker is like taking us down the rabbit hole. I mean, it's like, Alice, man, you know, one pill Gosh. makes you smaller, one makes you big. Yeah. I don't know where the Cheshire cat is, <laughs> but it might be in the ISIS tunnel. Oh yeah, right. So we're down in this tunnel and it's dank. It's musty. You can still smell the sweat, yeah. honestly, of, of people that have been there. And uh, so he's telling us, don't step on this. Don't do that. If you see some like a wire, don't pull it. You know? Yeah, some booby, some booby traps. <laughs> exactly. Like wow. the Goonies in real life. Oh, no. A hundred percent. And uh, so it was just so intense on the way out when you're wow. going, you know, what are you thinking? He goes on the way out. You want to go out the easy way or the hard way? Oh, no. <laughs> I go hard way. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. Because I don't know what that means, easy right, way or right, hard right. way. Yeah. I'm like, hard way. I don't yeah. know. What does that mean? Well, that means the hole's like right above you and you have to do a pull up to get out of there. Oh, And my so these gosh. guys are like, you know, pull up, <laughs> yeah. boom, you know, like somersaulting out of the right. hole. Sure. And I go, oh, hard way. <laughs> yeah. And then I go, I can't do pull ups. <laughs> Did they go, like just jump out of and grab tunnel. your hand. So Shocker grabs my hands, yeah. dragging me out <laughs> of the dirt. And um, Murray Byrne, you guys know Murray. Oh, yeah. I love Murray. Murray's behind me and he goes, mate, don't think anything of it. I'm going to just push you on the bum and get you out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so I got Shocker dragging me by the arms. <laughs> Murray, Murray pushing from the bottom. That's awesome. And that's the hard way out of the ISIS oh, tunnel. My gosh. Oh, man. That's you have the amazing. best stories. This is incredible. Okay, we got to take another break, I know. But somebody said, besides donating money, which I'm doing right now, um, how else can we get involved? I want to give the website real quick. Dropthelovebomb.com. Drop Drop yeah, yeah mm -hmm. that's it. Okay, you can give money. You can pray. You can actually look at the world, see what's happening, pray for it, and ask God, what, what am I supposed to do? Buy a piece of our jewelry and tell other people the story. You know, the jewelry is a touch point. Uh, the woman reached out for the hem of Jesus. Jesus garment, wear a piece of our jewelry, let people touch the hem of the bullet that has been transformed and redeemed. Beautiful. Linya Heidsick, everybody. Reload love on Valentine's Day. Yeah. Dropping love bombs. We got to take a quick break. Questions, we're on YouTube Live. Yeah. You guys can text into the show. We'll people take are calls. chiming in with love. They just, you are, you love, are an love, OG, love. one said. <laughs> Truer words never spoken. All right, live from the Dreamstyle Remodeling Star 8 Studios. We'll be right back. The Morning Invasion with Dex and Steve-O. And Linya Heitzik hanging out. Reload love. Dropping love bombs. Join the love mint. The love, love mint. It, dude. I love it. We did have one person immediately go, hey, dude, I, I want to donate, but I, I want to get some jewelry. And that's that's at ReloadLove.com. Yeah, jewelry's at ReloadLove.com. This is a, slash shop. We do this uh, <laughs> kind of virtual fundraiser yeah. once a year at Valentine's Day. So yep. we set up that other website. Mm -hmm. And that's because we got to keep them separated. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all the money that we oh. raise from Love Bomb goes directly to the field. And so we got to count that money good because yeah. 100% goes. That's cool. Where the jewelry, it still goes to help. But then some of that goes to pay for the jewelry, yeah, right? You know, yeah, absolutely. So it's like if a piece costs so much money, this right. percent 
can go to the field. This percent we got to pay for the guys who made them. So right now, uh, uh, drop the love bomb.com 100% goes to, to the field, yeah. goes towards everything we've no been talking No operating costs, yeah. nothing else. This yeah. literally is going to a pro- project in Katakush. The tunnel that I crawled through is right by Katakush. Gosh. It's a fascinating story. Katakush is the largest Christian city in Iraq. There were 50,000 people who lived there before ISIS came. A year later, there were none. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So Christians out there, did you think in your lifetime you would be alive when there was a genocide of Christians? Right. Jeez. Iraq used to have 2 million Christians. Today, they have less than 200,000. Oh, my gosh. So I'm telling you, the United States said it was a genocide. Do you know what genocide means? They're killing so many of them so quickly, they got to call it something else. Yeah. So I never thought, you know, I'm a pastor's wife. I really thought not on my watch. They're not going to kill a bunch of Christians on my watch. Yeah. Have you even heard people mentioning it in the news? Mm -mm. No. I mean, has it been on the morning invasion? (laughs) (laughs) Man. Has the morning invasion. (laughs) Dude, she's dropping bombs on Yeah. Yes. Um, But why aren't Christians talking about this? Right. And so it broke my heart. Yeah. So um, when I crawl through the tunnel, we get out. We're going to Katakush. Going to Katakush because it was pummeled, bombed into oblivion. Have you seen Mad Max? No, oh, yeah. yeah. Have you seen the Book of Eli? Yes. yes. Post-apocalyptic? Yep. That's what it looked like. I bet. Gosh, seriously. You have all of my favorite cultural references. <laughs> <laughs> I know. She mentioned the offspring, Mad Max, <laughs> Book of Eli. Wow. This, is my fav- this is why you're my favorite. Because so you relate so well to you us. You get to the city, and it is desolate. Yeah. This is killing me. Um. It was a Christian city, so crosses are pummeled, shot, hanging akimbo, bell towers are leaning over, bells are on the ground. I mean, anything that was Christian, ISIS hates us, right? Right. Hates us. And uh, so we're getting into this city, and we pull up to the church. It's an ancient church, the uh, Mary of Magdalene Church. And so it's this big stone, you know, facade with pillars. And in front of it are like, again, a million different soldiers with all different uniforms. So you're like, do I get out? You know, which door? And um, so you come inside, and the, the, this city had just been liberated, yeah. just been liberated. And you get inside, and the church, you can't burn down a big stone column church, right? So ISIS made this pitch, this flammable stuff, and put it all over the walls. Oh my so gosh. the whole sanctuary is just black and sooty yeah. and stinky. And then they took all the Bibles and the hymnals and the pews and put them in the courtyard and burned them. Mm. There are still floating pages of scripture in the oh, air, man. charred pages of the Bible. They take out all the holy uh, articles like a candelabra, the yeah. podium. The Since they have much po- more pomp and circumstance, there's like a mannequin that the priest would have put his robe on oh, you know, right, to right, hold right. it and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And so the, the courtyard's pretty long, and they've put all those holy articles at the opposite end of the courtyard and used it for a shooting range. No worries. I just shoot crosses and podiums right. and candelabras and stuff like that. And uh, we had heard about this lady called Sister Diana who ran with the orphans okay. from this very area yeah. and was on the streets of Erbil when all these people ran for their lives. They had one night. The, the Peshmerga had been surrounding the city saying, we'll protect you because they don't have an army. And they said, sorry, uh, in the morning we won't be here. And then ISIS is just going to come through out of those tunnels on you like ants on parade. And so um, anyway, so I said, can I see where Sister Diana was? 
So then we turn into this uh, area that's where the, the living is, and there's a, a, a room that is um, storage. And the storage room has been ransacked, burned. You know these tiles we have up here? They have been melted into a dystopian distortion, and they're dangling by wires, and fans are melted like some kind of interstellar spider. Wow. I mean, just everything you look at is the creepiest thing yeah, you could ever like look at. It's like The Walking at. Dead. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Apocalyptic. Yes. Yeah. So we round the corner into the storage room, and the storage room is maybe three, four feet deep in rubble. Gosh. In rubble. Yeah. And they tell us don't go upstairs because there's still IEDs up there. Don't go up there. So, you know, you're still like, yeah, I don't even yeah. know if I should be here. We get in this room, and there's a priest and two nuns who are digging through the rubble. And I'm like, are they looking for bodies? I mean, what's in the rubble? Yeah. And, and you feel like you stepped in on something that, you know, is private. And shocker, my Bruce Willis friend, yeah. brother, brother, we understand, we understand, we love you, brother, brother. You know, we are, we are Christians, we are Christians. And you never tell somebody in a crisis, I understand. Yeah. You know, somebody's child dies. I understand. Yeah. No, I don't mm. think so. Right. You know? Yeah. And so he's saying that, and this priest looks up at us. And his face says, mm -mm. "Right." And we have a cameraman. I go, "I don't know what that guy's about to say, but point that camera right at him, <laughs> right? because this is going to be this, epic. Yeah, We're yeah. either going to get spanked so hard, <laughs> right, yeah, you right. know, but we better capture that." So he looks up, and I now notice in his hands, he's got this long purple thing, and it's a flannel board—the things you teach kids about oh, Jesus, yeah. you know, for Sunday school. Yeah. And what they're digging through the rubble are felt characters of the Bible. Oh, here's David. Here's Daniel. Here's a lion. Here's Adam. Here's Eve. They're looking for, in the rubble, a flannel graph. And so he, he looks up at us and he goes, I don't think you understand. And I'm like, oh, man, yeah. we should never have said that. <laughs> right? And he goes, we will not hate these people. We will forgive them. Gosh. We will bring our children home and teach them to love. Oof. Now, if that's not a Valentine quote yeah. of ever Oof. there was, because by then I'd seen the girl with the bullet in her heart. I'd seen the girl burning. I had been through the tunnels. I had driven through the city and saw that they had really hated the church. And I'm about ready to want to kill ISIS. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. How are you feeling about yeah. this time? You're either mm. depressed or you're just like, okay, Righteous eye for anger. an eye, yeah. tooth for Fired a tooth. Up. Let's, Let's go. go Old Testament on this yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, right? No, seriously. It yeah. is. And yeah. so I am just juggling with my emotions yeah. and here the guy who's his city, his children who fled, his people, he's telling me, I will forgive. Jeez. Oh my gosh, you just melt into the ground. Yeah. as the worst person on the planet. Right. And he says, I'm going to bring my children back and tell, teach them to forgive. Well, the love bomb is building a playground for him. That's, yeah. That's what beautiful. we're doing. Gosh. In that moment, we said to him, when your children come back, we will be here to build you a playground, get you a new flannel board, yeah. support you with a school, and help you. So all the money that's raised from Love Bomb is going to Kadakush oh to help Father yeah. Roni and the Christians who are trying to come Drop home. Drop dot com because you just did. That was crazy. Yeah. Ah! There you go, guys. Starmy, hey, get on really it. you really do it. I can't believe the hour's already over. It's like, oh. you you really do need to come back. You want to do our sauna show like, with you us? Want, I, <laughs> I was thinking a sauna You want to jump in the sauna? You want to rub up? Dude, you're going to rub up with us, and you're going to tell You're going to tell stories. Because people yes. need to hear it. I will okay. go into the sauna. Yes! <laughs> dude. Yes. That's okay. awesome. Man. So good. It's, it, hey, I love you. 
Happy Valentine's Day. I love Day. you guys. Oh, Happy Valentine's you. Day. Gosh, you you're such an incredible woman of God, and I, I'm just so stoked to know you. So Join the lovement. Yes. Dropthelovebond.com. Yeah, that's it. Go. And so, you know, jewelry, you know, these uh, shell casings. Oh. You guys are melting down and making into beautiful jewelry. Yeah. Dude, so I, check oh, it out, guys. So cool. Check Don't it out. dismiss your shower ideas, people. That's right. It, we are we are called in scripture to take every thought captive, and you were the human being that told me long ago, like, that didn't just mean all the bad ones. That means, like, the good ones, too. Aww. And I have since written down some ideas, and I think of you every time, because that scripture, to me, is not just bad ideas anymore. It's the good ideas, too, because maybe God's given you something amazing, and you're going to change the world with it. Amen. Lenny ah! Heitzik, everybody. Thank you. All right, we'll take a break. Shock Therapy Live is next.